everybody to the PC Master Race podcast. This is episode 38. My name is Dakota. My name is John. And my name is Jones. And today we're going to be talking about backlogs and is it really bad to have a backlog? Yeah. Uh, I know this topic comes up quite a bit, especially when new games come out. Uh, you see on Reddit a lot people talking about like, oh, I really hope this game is good, but if it isn't, I have a huge backlog yeah. of games to play instead. So we kind of figured it was something that needed to be talked about Mm -hmm. kind of like to figure out if having a backlog is good or not i know john and jones both have uh different opinions than i do so hopefully we'll get some it's gonna get spicy have huge backlogs huge (laughs) tracts of land (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh before we talk about that though what have you guys been playing mine's gonna be quick again final fantasy uh 14 still Nothing's, wow. nothing's changed. Great. Awesome. Is, <laughs> yeah. Great. Is there anything you're excited to be playing that you're not playing right now? Is there anything you're looking forward to? I am looking forward to the beginning of the year because we're going to start Final Fantasy X, and I am very much looking forward to that. Beginning, beginning of the year? You mean the beginning oh, of the month? I'm, starting starting I'm like, wait. Beginning of the be- month. <laughs> beginning of the month. My bad. I was <laughs> like, wait, what? I didn't know I delayed well, little that. Little do you know I'm waiting a little bit longer to play it. <laughs> No, I'm waiting until after, the, until after it's done. Yeah. yeah. So beginning of the month, I'm excited to play Final Fantasy X. Finally beat it. I think good. it'll be a good time. It will be. Okay, I guess it'll go to me. Uh, going off what he said before I go into the basically the one thing that I have actually been playing is just another quick reminder, and this is important. So we are doing a Final Fantasy X HD remaster um race slash challenge kind of event in the discord and if you want any of the info go to the discord there's literally its own text channel with all the rules and everything i posted it on reddit too um the good thing is, is right now square enix i don't know i guess they got my email that i sent them about putting the game on sale <laughs> <laughs> they actually are literally having an event right now on steam where basically every final fantasy is half off so Final Fantasy X and X2, the HD remaster, sale. is literally fifteen dollars. Yeah. So, so if you if you do have any interest and want to try that, regardless of whether or not you play with us, it is a fantastic game. Most of the Final Fantasy games are good. Not all of the ports on PC are great because some of them are mobile ports and they have their own issues. And there's tons of lists of like, oh, which is the best way to play the different Final Fantasy games? But I have to say, as someone that has Final Fantasy X on every platform except for PS4 and Switch, which is the other four platforms that it's on. Uh, PC version is definitely the way to go, and that's not just because it's PC on a cast; it's oh, just absolutely. because it's it's just the best way to play it because of the modability, and it just looks the best by far. Modability is that a word? It is. That's that's a new word. We're it's coining m- that mod- modability. Modable modability. Modable. Anyways, yeah, there we go. <laughs> modable is probably the real word. I just made the other one up. Uh, but besides that, I am looking forward to it. And I think this is the good thing is that since we pretty much got all of the, uh, what the work done, or I guess I got all of the work done for the Final <laughs> Fantasy race. Uh, it's been like slowly in the back of my head, the hype has been building. And because I wasn't like, oh, we're just starting it today. And we're like, oh, we're not starting until yeah. next week. It's like slowly been creeping away at the back of my head, like, it's good. It's like getting hyped for something. I'm like, man, it's a game that I've played multiple times, and I'm like, I've never been. More recently, I usually play like ten hours, and I kind of stop. But I know if there's other people that's gonna like push me to play it. So that's the yeah. kind of stuff that I like, and I think that's the reason 
one reason that all three of us beat Dark Souls 3 is because, like, John beat it, then I was like, okay, I'll start it, and then I kind of pushed through, and then I think that gave Dakota the will to, like, ah, damn, they yeah. both beat it, so I have to beat it now because... <laughs> yeah, pretty and that's, much. Like, and that's why both of you guys are going to start Dark Souls 1 and 2. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, psych. Ha, psych. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, you fooled me once. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> but other than, other than that... Um, I started up Divinity Original Sin 2 again after a five-month COVID hiatus. Nice. It had nothing to do with COVID. I just, like, we kind of forgot the game existed for a little while. <laughs> I actually bought it, and this is another thing, too. That I know something we talked about recently with game launchers. I actually bought Divinity Original Sin 2 on GOG, and I kind of forgot that it existed oh, yeah. because Dakota made me feel bad that my desktop was like a garbage pile, so I deleted all the icons. And whenever I delete the icons <laughs> off my desktop, I don't think things exist anymore. Like, if it's literally not on Steam, it's, like, doesn't... Oh, man. It's not... What are you, 60? Out of sight. Of, yes. How do, you, how do you get Internet Explorer to work again? Where'd you I don't learn see how the to icon. Drive? Where'd you learn how to drive? <laughs> yeah, so basically, if there's no icon, I'm like, well, that doesn't exist, I guess. <laughs> and that's the thing with... I think that's the thing with Steam, too, is that, like, I have my Steam library. I have games that I've added and played and favorites and all that, and which we'll get into in a little while. But I was like, oh, man... I actually have a folder on my desktop called desktop that I put all the icons in. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't know if that's an old man thing or not, but I did cheating, because dude. that's cheating. Shh, I did but this is what I did. I okay. You can so. also just right click on your desktop and click uh hide all icons. Man. So you could have left everything. Hmm. Wait, how do you find them then? You Right click again, show icons. No, that's too many steps. I'd rather open up a All folder. Right. So I have my desktop. <laughs> my main screen is completely clear, but I'm cheating a little bit because I use my right monitor for Discord and I just put the icons off the screen to the <laughs> side. So I still have icons, they just don't show up my main screen. So I have just like, I have like Final Fantasy 14, Titanfall, Recycling Bin, and then my folder called Desktop <laughs> with all the you other cheater, things. dude. But hey, you don't see it. Ah, my desktop's so clear. I never see it. Yeah. So but I still, click the, I still click the icons. Anyways, so with, I want to hear what, hey, if you have any feedback for this, tell me your tips and tricks of how you hide your stuff. I want to know uh, in the Discord at uh, PCMRCast.com. I, I actually hid all of my icons in my porn folder. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never find Check, them there. Checkmate, Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> I hit all my games my porn folder. I hit all my porn in my games folder. Taxes 2006. Yeah, taxes. <laughs> IRS statements. Like, no one's ever clicking on that. Yeah. Anyways, Divinity. So, picked up the game that I was playing with Spikes. He's in our Discord. If you're in our Discord, you'll know who that is probably a little bit. You've seen him around. And he's the Dark Souls connoisseur that we've been talking about for weeks. <laughs> um, but we started playing Divinity, and we had played co-op through the whole game because you can actually you can actually play four-player co-op but i don't really recommend it because it's a long long game and getting four people together it is drop in drop out but it kind of sucks if you're like hey what happened i missed the last 15 hours of gameplay you're like oh a lot of things happen there's no way i can (laughs) i think playing with two people and two people each controlling two characters is like that's what feels really good so yeah. we were actually like 35, 38 hours into the game, and we were in literally in chapter two. So <laughs> oh it took us 15 hours to get through chapter one, and then chapter two is the like the huge big area. So I think we started again. We were kind of close to the end of chapter two, and around, I don't know, I want to say like 
40-ish hours. We we beat chapter two and went to chapter three. And we've gotten through, we got through chapter three in about 10 hours. So it was definitely like a shorter one. And we're getting like, now we're like actually going to chapter four, which is the end of the game, which I heard is basically the shortest part of the game. But we still probably have another 10 hours left. That's crazy. <laughs> but so we're, I think we're like a little bit over 50 hours in, like 50 and a half or 51 hours. The game is fantastic. The game is amazing. And I did not think I would be a fan of this type of game. It's like super pretty slow turn base, but the combat is so fun. I know you have, if you listen to old episodes, and like the earlier during this year, you'll hear me talk about it a lot. But yeah, the environmental effects are amazing. The fact that you can uh, use a rain a rain spell and make everyone wet, and then you shock them with a lightning spell, and they get stunned and stuff like that. How the combinations of different things are crazy, and yeah, it's it's really cool. I think the one downside of something we did that's this is not really a spoiler, but at some point you have to like fight kind of like clones of yourself. But we made our characters like really overpowered. So <laughs> they literally are like an exact clone of your characters and they have all your skills and everything. So we like almost died to ourselves <laughs> because like our John Wick's like, coming after yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you played something like Ocarina of Time, like you have to fight Shadow Link where like you have to yeah. fight yourself, you know? And it's basically like that. We're like, wait, who are these people? And we're like, oh, they have the exact same stats as us. I was like, oh God, why did I make my guys so tanky? <laughs> I can't kill I can't I can't kill myself. But yeah, we're enjoying that. I'll probably touch base on that. We're going to try to, if we have time, between... I'm trying to beat it before this Final Fantasy X race happens, because that's going to be like my next huge time sink. You got like a week. Yeah, so this weekend we're going to try to put some like serious grinding time in it. Nice. Anyways, that's it. That's it for me. I'll stop talking. Nice. Cool beans. So I have actually played enough games this week for, wow. for John as well. So I will awesome. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> I'll talk it. about this. <laughs> Um, I and it's actually really on topic because I had finished Dark Souls 3 and you guys were asking me like what are you going to play next Mm -hmm. and I was like well I have no idea there's so many games in my backlog (laughs) oh crazy yeah so the first one that I chose was uh, Hellblade sending you a sacrifice and you guys know that game right yeah I've been kind of wanting to play that eventually actually Um, I always had heard it was like a really cool like cinematic game or something like that sorry it makes sense that it makes sense that you would go from a walking simulator game to a walking simulator game. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> I booted up Sinew Sacrifice and like graphically it looks really good, right? And I have a pretty decent rig running at 1440p. I think the game came out in like 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there, um, not too long ago. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Uh, the whole premise of the game is that you are like a, a schizophrenic, chicken. right? Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right off the bat, we'll just start it off. <laughs> I thought that was. I, I haven't played the game, but that's all I've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like some Nord chick back in like you know Nordic Nord times VPN. or whatever. And you, I don't know the full story because I spoiler alert, I quit it already. Um, Yikes. Yeah, and you, you're suffering from schizophrenia, and mm-hmm. they tried really hard to capture what that feels like when you actually have schizophrenia. So that's, like, constantly people talking to you on mm-hmm. your left ear and then your right ear, and, like, people, like, you sound... It sounds like people are, like, walking around you talking, but you can't see anybody. That sounds And then every freaky. once in a while... It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be scary. It was just really annoying for me. <laughs> <laughs> I should be scared of you, but you're just annoying me, ghosts. Go yeah. away. It's, it was... Man, and who you, who you I don't want to. 
<laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> He's just like, I'm just gonna call it Ghostbusters. This is actually getting Dude, ridiculous. It was so it was so bad. They tried so hard, and I'm sure it's accurate because you know, in the beginning of the game, they're like listing all the people that they talked to, like me- mental health specialists mm-hmm. and like people who actually had schizophrenia to get their like personal experiences yeah. and whatnot to like make it as accurate as possible mm-hmm. i just found it really freaking annoying to play the game like that with people constantly talking to you when you're trying to figure stuff out and they're just like they're just talking like sometimes they're yeah. just like talking yeah, to yeah, each yeah, other yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. what is she doing oh no don't step there what what is going on yo are those those new jays wow those are fly <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> and and sometimes you have like visual apparitions where yeah. like you see something happen and it's mm-hmm. not actually true and whatnot and the camera will just like pan around senua like Mm -hmm. because she's like freaking out internally and i just found it really freaking annoying and the gameplay is really boring too can you isn't that can you play that game in vr uh i think so i i thought i heard that that was like the definitive way to experience that is with vr because of how it's more immersive then i guess huh it's more immersive. I can yeah, see be, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's it like basically like a walking. You're supposed to like you're supposed to like be immersed in the game. So I think like if you're actually like looking around, seeing like apparitions, and then like hearing people around you and stuff. Yeah. I feel like you could like really like, get into that. I wouldn't do that because that's way too spooky for me. Yeah. But dude, it's not spooky. it's not scary at all, man. It's a walking <sighs> jokes, simulator. Jokes on you. You've never <laughs> seen me play. It's scary a walking games, simulator dude. with puzzles and like the most simple combat. It's yeah. like strike, 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 dodge, strike, 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 dodge, strike, 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 dodge, and oh. then they die. Are you talking about Assassin's Creed? Or what game are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about, about uh, Dark Souls, actually. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I hope the next one that comes out is better. Like, graphically, whatever they showed at the Xbox event looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that that was just a CGI, like, trailer. Mm. There's no way that it actually looks like I, that. I ha- oh, the next one, yeah. Okay, I have a quick side note before you continue on. And this is just a Me random too. thought that popped in my head. Now that this year has been a pretty much a complete dumpster fire, do you think that if Cyberpunk releases, which it's supposed to in November, that it will pretty much lock in Game of the Year for this year? Yes. You think so? Because, I mean, everything else has been delayed this year. Like, sorry, that was just a random thought that popped my head. I was like, dude. It I, doesn't have competition. In 2019, Sekiro got Game of the Year, right? For, like, a lot of a lot of places gave it to Sekiro. Yeah. Because there, was like, wasn't anything that yeah. released in 2019. They're like, we're just going to give it to the Dark Souls guys because cool. I'm not saying Sekiro's <laughs> a bad game. Like, visually, it looks really good. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a cool game, you know? But it's one of those things where it's like, that's not something typically it would be, like, you know? So it's like if Cyberpunk actually comes out and is good like everybody thinks it's going to be, it's like I don't think they're going to... Is Valhalla supposed to come out this year? Yes. Depending, okay. depend, I mean Valhalla. So yeah, uh, Cyberpunk maybe. doesn't have competition. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, especially <laughs> this year. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Ubisoft might slide them some Benjamins. Yeah, no, no not way. at all. <clears throat> uh, the second thing that I tried was I tried to give No Man's Sky uh, another chance. Yeah. So they recently had an Origins update, which is supposed mm-hmm. to like redo their planet generation and add like more creatures, more like variation stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I booted it up and it's the same thing. You start what? the same way on a boring planet that looks the exact same. Um, so I was not impressed with the update, and. Mm. I was I went on Reddit too to look at like the the posts that people do for the actual updates, mm-hmm. 
and I was looking at the comments to see what people were saying. And dude, I don't understand how there are people who like hardcore defend this game. Yeah. Like their arguments are just like, oh, well, it's just, it's, there's so much in this game. There's already gameplay loops here. And like oh, this, this update redefines the gameplay. I'm like, no, it's the same thing. You're still like blowing up red and green and yellow crystals. Well, those are the people, they're basically trying to justify buying the super deluxe chocolate edition. Than spending That's like two hundred dollars, they're trying to they're trying to make themselves feel better for spending way too yeah. much money on No Man's Sky. It's a hundred percent justification. Mm-hmm. Like the game has improved since yeah. its first launch. Like I'm not going to deny that, right? They have added a lot of the things they lied about yeah. on launch. Oh wow, uh, four <laughs> yeah, years that was a ago, lot of stuff too. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do have that stuff in there now, but there's still no like compelling gameplay loop or too, like good planet generation. Yeah. Too little, too late. Hey, yeah. One good thing that has come from it's what are they called Hello Games or Smile Games or something like that Hello Smile Hello something whatever. They said <laughs> they're working on a new project, a huge project. Everyone, they actually, wow. didn't they have another game that already launched? I don't. Yeah, know. it was. They did have it. I don't know if it launched yet, but yeah. they, I remember seeing them announce it. It was nothing that it was. It was some dude like in a paddleboard. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, you know, like in a boat. Oh, I thought they yeah. worked on the new FIFA. <laughs> You mean last year's FIFA? Oh. The year before that? No, they're working on the new Madden project. It's a huge game. Nice. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, so, billion <laughs> planets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to know the context for some of these weird jokes, join the Discord. <laughs> you, is there going to be a multiplayer game? No. Well, no. No. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. Will you buy the game if I say yes? <laughs> <laughs> So the last game I started to play was The Witcher 3. I, I have played this previously, but I quit after like, I think like two or three hours into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have almost caught up to where I was before, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. reason I wanted to play The Witcher 3 was because Cyberpunk is coming out within the next two months, mm-hmm. and I wanted to play their last game to see mm-hmm. where CD Projekt Red has come from and see what they needed to fix with Cyberpunk. And like, I'll be honest, the... <laughs> The Witcher 3 is a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great RPG. But there are some things in that game that absolutely suck. Yeah. Collision and geometry being one of them. Yeah. yeah they'll, they'll be like great. two trees right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And the, the crack in between them is large enough for like two of you to walk through it. Mm-hmm. And there's just an invisible wall in between there. Yeah. Oh, gotta love that. And that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere in the woods is like that. And it's just... Stuff like that really breaks the immersion <laughs> hey, of how good that game is. Yeah. Hey, you remember whenever you were flaming us on uh, Twitter and everything else to tag at Dakota, not at Jonesy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how dare well, you talk about The Witcher like that? <laughs> Geralt's my hero. It's a great game. Like, all of the side missions that I've done so far and even the story missions are really good. Oh, yeah. They yeah. do need to get better with the, with the like, motion capture. Mm-hmm. And... From what we've seen with Cyberpunk, oh, yeah. I feel like the the geometry, movement system, mm-hmm. and gravity, and then also the mocapping in that is way better. So I have no doubts that it's fixed. Oh yeah. But well, I just kind of wanted to see what they needed to fix from the last game to the new one. The crazy thing is, is like as the as they jump, if you if you go look at The Witcher Two, Assassin of Kings, whatever versus Witcher yeah. Three, it's like whoa, this is like a totally different game. It's crazy. Yeah. Huh, like the qual the quality jump is insane. So. I know that The Witcher 3 is a prequel to Cyberpunk, so it should be yeah. interesting to see it's the same like, story. where they it's go with it. 
Geralt just hops in time machine. He's like, whoa. And he meets yeah. Neo and they learn Kung <laughs> this Fu. This entire game, this entire game is based off historical events that happen. And here you'll see this giant, giant griffin comes in. <laughs> and here you see a giant enemy crab. Yeah. <laughs> Historic <laughs> Japanese battles. As long as you start the game with him taking a bath, that's all I've ever really cared about. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. who, so that's who, it. Keanu Reeves. Heck yeah. 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 That's all I'm playing it for. I'll, I just want to see Keanu Reeves stall. I'll I'll pre-order. <laughs> Anyways, so that's a weird transition to our backlog. Transitioning into giant backlogs. <laughs> oh man, this is a not safe for work podcast already. <laughs> Jones, do you want to start us off then? Yeah. Okay. So basically, the whole idea of this came from. <sighs> It kind of like revolved around cyberpunk, and I, I try. And we're not. Yeah, we're bringing up cyberpunk a lot. It's getting closer, so it's going to happen. It's going to be happening about a it. lot. Yeah, and it's pretty much going to be the biggest game of 2020, and the biggest game for like probably a couple years for some people. Yeah. Um, but the question comes with, hey, I think all of us have 400 plus games on Steam. The three of us, yes. Yeah, Does yeah. everybody? No, no. no. <laughs> the three of us, three of us specifically, because <laughs> yeah. obviously this is just our opinion. Yeah. Um, and is there a weird justification versus buying a new game and having a backlog? For instance, like I have four hundred plus games, and I have them categorized under stuff I want to play, stuff mm-hmm. I've beaten, stuff I'm just not interested. That's on my account. And then I have one category that's called bad games that I put most of Call of Duties in that I have on Steam for some reason. And just <laughs> and like the Assassin's a, Creed games. Yeah, just a bunch of random stuff that I'm like, these games are garbage. Like, I can't get them off my Steam account and I'll keep them in my library, but they're just like, it's a category that I just, when I dump something there, I just never open it. Unless I just want to laugh and I'm just like, oh, hey, that's in there. The culling's in there. Cool. Um, what but, are you talking about? The culling is amazing. Yeah. It's, Remember whenever they reverted it to the first day patch with all the bugs and everything? That was a good idea. And immediately killed the game again. <laughs> immediately killed the game again. Yeah. So I think the whole idea is that, and what we talked about in the beginning of the show, is there is a sort of stigma to like, oh man, I know Cyberpunk's coming out, but I have, for instance, I have The Witcher 3 and I've never played it. I bought it for $20, yeah. game of the year. It's 100 plus hours of content. Maybe I should play that first instead of dropping $60 on this brand new game. But there's yeah. other people that are like, oh, I have 400 games, but I'm just going to play what I want at that point in time. You know, It's like, do you need to just immediately buy the brand new thing because you want that? And I think there's a good case for that. If that's something like, hey, something like Cyberpunk that, hey, I've been waiting years for this to come out, right? So I'm buying it day one. Don't pre-order it. Buy it day one. That's fine. I also don't suggest buying day one. Wait for reviews. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, like I, for my for me, like I'm definitely buying. Well, I won't say definitely because like I said, <laughs> I'm not going to buy it day one. If, if anything, I'll... If I were to buy it day one, it would be wait. It would be later in the in the day, after Steam reviews have already come out. People have already played the beginning of the game and are posting stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if I've seen enough reviews online of people who have gotten the game early, mm-hmm. then I will just go ahead and buy it. But uh, like we've talked about before, there's no point in pre-ordering the game. Like there's no, there's nothing yeah. for it. Like there's no reason. So for yeah. digital goods, don't pre-order. There's yeah. no there's no supply shortage for downloads. Oh, we ran out of keys. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lie. That's that's some like Nintendo shenanigans. 
That's for, that's <laughs> yeah, a that's a different oh that's a different show for another time. We're only selling the we're only selling this game from uh limited for like three months. Yeah, we're only selling this digital game for a limited time to I, to yeah, create I don't know if we shortage. talked about this on the last episode, but it's like I like I I heard that the new Demon Souls game is gonna have a scythe that comes with it. For your pre-order, if you pre-order, and it's they're gonna put in the game later. Like you don't have to pre-order it to get those things. They're going to eventually put in the game, so it's not like you know your pre-order is gonna make you this this you know it's not gonna make that big of a difference. And as someone that's played basically every, I've played every Dark Souls game and Bloodborne and Sekiro. The site's garbage, so you don't even need that (laughs) pre-order. The site's trash. It's just not. It's It's actually really good. (laughs) No, hey, I know some people use it, but it's just. It's trash. You don't need it. You don't need a pre-order. Unless, it. unless you're a farmer, you don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're like, yeah, unless you're farming, you, ain't, you don't need no scythe. You need a sword and board, dude. Sword and board. That's it. But basically, I think with the idea of having a backlog, for instance, like I have, a, I have a huge backlog of games, but that doesn't, it doesn't stop me from buying a new game if I want to buy a new game. But mm-hmm. I do every once in a while think, man, I should go. Like, it is nice to have a backlog, especially with. I have something like Humble Choice that I subscribe to every month and I get 10, 12 games a month. And I just go in there and pick the games that I want, add them to my library. Because I'm like, oh, maybe I want to play this at some point. So it is nice whenever you do want to like, man, I don't know if I want to... I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV and I'm like, I don't really want to play Final Fantasy XIV today. I don't know what I want to play. Let me go scroll through my Steam library and I have 400 plus games to choose from. I'm like, oh, let me try this game I've never played. You know, I think that is a big benefit of having a backlog or what you'd call a backlog but to me personally i don't consider a backlog a bad thing i know some people are like oh you shouldn't have this huge backlog games you should only buy games that you're going to play but it do also you think it dictates your purchases though like when you when you see a game that either just came out that you want to play or you see a game that is heavily discounted to a point where you're like it's probably never gonna go lower than that does having a lot of games in your backlog that you haven't played dictate your purchase in any way or are you just like i'll just buy it anyway for me personally the actual having a backlog hasn't dictated i don't think ever me purchasing something or not unless it's like hey maybe i have like for instance i, I wrote down hey i have all the final fantasy games and i slowly have been buying them as they've been coming out on steam and i know that most of them i'm probably not gonna buy or not gonna play you know i might play it for a little bit but i'm not gonna get through it but i've wanted to just have all the final fantasy games that i could in one area like on steam one collection that like if i do ever want to play like hey maybe maybe in the future i'm like hey i'm gonna play through final fantasy 3 through 15 and i'm just gonna play through all of them that i can on steam you know i have that option in the future if i want to whereas some i think for me personally the price dictates a lot and i can say for instance we waited for a long time for for remnant from the ashes to go down and it went <laughs> we and, did. and it did like i mean it was 40 dollars for forever and it would go on sale yeah. for like 35 dollars and i'm like nope still too high yeah. and then eventually went down to 24 i think what we paid for it and i was like yep. okay finally that's like an we're like okay that's probably like a, a reasonable price and i was like regret well, so much both of us. price it's not. Both of us were like, "Oh, we're not going to buy it until it goes down to twenty dollars mm-hmm. or less." And, and then it we both kept and going we, down to twenty four dollars, and, we're, and like, we were like, "All right, all right, fine. We'll spend the extra four bucks if we we're already going to be willing yep. to spend twenty. Never should have done that. Hey, stick no, with, stick with your stick with your make some rules for yourself about about purchasing games and your backlog. Eventually, like, yeah, it will if, get there. Eventually, it yeah, will eventually. get there. 
And I, and I know one thing we're going to talk about is like r slash patient gamers is like a great subreddit if you're someone that's like this. Or hey, even if you wanted like, hey, I have 100 games in my Steam library that I can play before I need to play Cyberpunk. Because that's kind of how yeah. I feel like I'm not really excited to play it day one. If you guys like it and you keep hyping it up, I'll try it. But I'm like, I'm not paying full price for it because that's just not how I am. I don't pay. I don't yeah. I don't buy games brand new. Because you, you said a, you've never bought a brand new game on Steam. I've had Steam since 2005. I think April something 2005. <laughs> My Steam account yeah. is older than a lot of people in our Discord. <laughs> Not a lot of people. There's a couple of young kids. But my Steam account is literally somebody came in the other day and they were talking. And I was like, dude, my Steam account is literally older than you. He's like, oh, my God, you're an old man. <laughs> um, what's crazy, though, is that you don't I don't know. Like, I don't I've never bought a $60 game on Steam in 15 years and that's just a me thing that's like a me thing but i think the most i've paid for anything is i bought left for dead when it when it launched and it was 45 dollars. that's like the most i've ever paid for anything on steam and that's because when you're a pc gamer and you have all these options you don't have to pay full price for games even on launch you don't have to pay I guarantee you, Green Man Gaming is going to have 10% off Cyberpunk. There's tons of websites Humble that are going to have Bundle, if you're already subscribed yeah. to that, it's 5 or 10% off all the time. Oh, Humble. So if you subscribe to Humble Choice, the Humble Store is like 10 or 20% off of there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's 20, 15 or 20%. So it's actually like a pretty yeah. good discount on top of if they're already having a sale, then it's on top of that. You get a more yeah. discount. That's so, such a great deal. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I think Humble So in the age of new consoles raising yeah. the price of their physical copies of games to yeah. 70 bucks and even some of their digital copies of games to yeah. $70. Now is the time to jump into PC gaming because literally games are so cheap here. Yeah, it's whatever money you think you're going to save by having a console and not I mean, yes, with the PC if you want to have a beefier rig, you're going to have to invest more money up front, but in the long yeah. term you're going to save a wrap ton of money on pc yes. from gaming especially you don't hey, have to pay for online yeah which is you save 70 bucks there at least yeah depending, depending on, on how the new consoles are going to get too yeah 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 there's so, there's tons of there's tons of options but i want to hear what john has to say about this yeah Ooh. has has your backlog ever dictated your purchasing habits for new games i'm gonna say no because I I mean, my backlog, what did I say it was earlier? So for my games that I have on my need-to-beat list, I have 160. So he actually has a need-to-beat list. That's different. I, I have a 169 games in here. And I I can't say that, maybe in some that I'm just not as interested in. It's like, oh, I still have a lot of games to play. But for Cyberpunk, that's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. So I want to buy that when it comes out. I want to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah and like a new mmo is going to come out i will play i will buy that when it comes out i'll I'll make sure it's good first i'm not going to just buy it without knowing anything about it um like new world we talked about new world before Mm -hmm. like chances are i'm probably going to buy that when it comes out as long as the reviews reflect something i want i did uh, we a couple of us did play the their little test thing and it was kind of it was okay i i could see myself playing it if other people play with me but yeah um <laughs> god <laughs> what's that it's like not, that's not a great review eh, it's okay review. i'll play it if other people play it it there was some really cool stuff about it but at the same time it's like yeah it, it did I have issues too it, I could go either way but yeah um 
It's so funny. Put that on the box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah PC and Marcast. Eh, I could go either way. <laughs> Stellar review. Two and a half stars out of five. Yeah. But I still, I mean, I still have plenty of games on my, on my backlog that I'm still very interested in playing. Chrono Trigger is, a, you know, an mm-hmm. old, was that old Game Boy or NES? JRPG. Game? Uh, super, uh, super NES. Okay. Yeah. So that's an old yeah. game that I fully intend on playing at some point. I got Crash Bandicoot on here, cri- the first Crisis game. I never even beat that. I beat all the other Crisis games except for that one. Oh, man. Um, okay. You can probably skip that. I'm just saying, like, I, I have tons of games on here to play. Mm-hmm. And. I, like Far Cry 2, I just decided, I was like, you know what? I've started that game over and over again, and I just need to beat it. So I'm 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 at the point where like, I'm going to start this game, I'm going to finally finish it. And that's what Dedication. I do. With, and that's what some of these other ones. But when buying a new game, I think of, do I do I really have to have it right now? If not, am I willing to wait for it to go on sale? I, I you know yeah. I wrote on our notes, Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I really would like to play that game at some point. But it, do I want to play it bad enough where I'm going to spend 60 bucks? Absolutely not. I'm going to wait mm-hmm. and wait yeah. and wait and wait. And hopefully, at, and and it will, it will 100% go on sale at some point. I probably won't even buy it when it goes half off. I'll probably wait till it's even older than that and go on and more yeah. of a sale, which will happen. It's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's, that's the nice thing about, especially Steam games, mm-hmm. is the Steam sales, like eventually the game that you are waiting to purchase will be like 10 to $20 oh. eventually in its oh, yeah. lifetime. And 20 bucks is a fair price. Yeah, In my yeah. opinion, 20 bucks is an all-around For fair pretty price. Pretty much any game, even Remnant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even and, Remnant being garbage. And like like I said, there are yeah. some exceptions. Like, um, trying to think of other than MMOs. Battle Royales are mostly free-to-play now, so that kind of doesn't really count. But, Except um, for PUBG. PUBG wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, like PUBG was thirty bucks. I know when Call of Duty World War Two was coming out, I was like, "Oh man, I have to buy this game because I have to play online." It was so much fun, and then I didn't do it, and yeah. I was happy. I didn't. Get yeah. it. And <laughs> um, but there are some games, and I I can't think of anything on top of my head right now that would make me want to do this for for this specific like an online shooter. Mm-hmm. But well, all- I remember I was gonna say sorry just interrupt you so you can talk about this point and i know you've talked about it before but i remember you fighting going back and forth about battlefront 2 oh, oh yeah yeah that's a great example so i've t- you know i've talked about a previous episode but i was crazy excited to play that game mm-hmm. I, jo- I i went to a website I even joined a guild with people i didn't even mm-hmm. know yet because <laughs> yeah. i because I, I was that's the only intense. one that was gonna buy that's it dedication. and i was yeah. like cool i, I want to get i want to make some new friends on the side with this game and play it with them. I was going to get super into this game too. Mm-hmm. And I was going to buy it on day one. And then, uh, you know, my own personal gaming beliefs were at stake. And I felt like I was kind of betraying myself. Red, if I red it, flags flying Which is everywhere. really weird to say that about video games, but that's kind of what, yeah. that's the point it's gotten to. So, uh, I, that game, I was a hundred percent willing to pay 60 bucks for And I, and honestly, like if they wouldn't screwed it up, that game would have been worth 60 bucks. Yeah, and the game was really, really fun <laughs> it was for really what cool. it was. I played the beta and I thought it was awesome. And yep. I was yeah, so excited too. for it. And the game is beautiful. They, they sound amazing. Like you oh, couldn't. Yeah. And they ruined it. And then it's like, cool. Well, I guess I'll pay $5 for it two years later or whatever. Yeah. And you liar. <laughs> <laughs> so it's treason then. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think and i think that's what i was gonna say too that's why i brought that up because i think dakota and i we didn't get did you didn't buy battlefront 2 until it was five bucks right 
Yeah, I didn't buy. Yeah, yeah all, so all we got it. it. You were, yeah, we yeah we all bought it for five bucks, and I was like, dude, this yeah. game. We played it for like I don't know a couple weeks, and we're like, dude, this is pretty awesome game for five dollars. This is a great value, oh, even yeah. though <laughs> great, especially. Steal. And that's one thing, especially with like Battlefield games, and uh, who's that? EA. EA makes Battlefield, yeah. right? Yep. With their games, it sucks. And to touch on what John said, it sucks with like online shooters battle royales mmos especially because we have played a lot of mmos when you're not there like the first week the first two weeks and jumping into like all the hype and all the excitement but with most games especially if they're ea games like these huge publishers (laughs) it's actually probably better to not play them for the first month because they're working out all the kinks and the bugs of the game usually really bad like especially battle any battlefield or battlefront games within the first month it's like a disaster just like avoid it at all costs um battlefront four i think it was battlefield battlefield four battlefield four yes <laughs> battlefront four hasn't been announced yet um yeah uh, battlefield four um when that game came out i couldn't play it for two months after release mm-hmm. because i had yeah. ever they, they had like this giant it's the most ridiculous thing they had like a web. they had a thing in their, in their website just for, just for all the errors in the game and I had one of the ones that was the lowest priority. It was rubber banding. When I, when I started oh, a game, I no. just rubber band the entire game. And one of our friends could play it, and he could play it, and I couldn't. And they're like, and, "Get good." <laughs> and I just, I just couldn't play it. I, it was, it had to have been two months at least after yeah. release until I was able to play the game. Yeah, and, and you're like, like, all right, that was, finally that was to the bottom of that list. Because one of the worst EA launches. Okay, that was the right one then, and it, it was awful. And I, of course, I always get all the errors, so. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Wait, John, have you gotten any errors since you upgraded to your system? Um, I don't think I've played anything to test that. Okay, because the you know, computer's too good. Well, no, we'll see I, when Cyberpunk comes out. I played Dark all the Dark Souls <laughs> games, and I played I beat Assassin's Creed, and my computer did freeze once, but that was just some weird thing. Uh, that's also just like. It could happen randomly yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but nothing that I can think of. I haven't had anything too crazy. Like punkbuster stuff always screwed my computer up, and oh yeah, um, punkbuster. Punk oh my Buster god, garbage. That's why. Uh, <laughs> Blast from the past. Trying yeah, th- yeah, yeah. We'll definitely. They're like, see. we're stopping all the hackers, and the hackers are like, dude, we are using punkbuster to inject our hacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you well, talking about? I'm sure. Uh, they're yeah. gonna, they're just gonna have like they're gonna cyberpunk is gonna come out and they're like hey just so you know there's a point one percent of our of our uh, users that all that happens when you start the game is it just shows Geralt in the bathtub and we we don't know why it's happening but that's all that happens <laughs> when you start the game and it's gonna be me and like specifically we have one user John who is getting this error we're very sorry it's very low on our priority list but we will get to it. hey we'll get to you eventually just don't worry about it right and he's yeah, like no oh, no no re- I guess, no re- I guess I'll just I guess I'll just play after the wife goes to bed. Anyways, uh, so Cyberpunk is yeah, pretty good. <laughs> so going back to the original thing, um, I don't think my backlog does much for whether or not I'm going to buy a game just because I know okay. if it's something I really want, I will get it. And mm-hmm. if it's not, I'm, I have more than enough stuff to play to keep me busy. So I guess I guess in some way maybe it, maybe it does when it's yes a game that's no. not a high priority because I know I have plenty yeah. of things I can play in the meantime. And yeah. there's no, it's not like I need something to play because I have yeah. 169 games that I can try. And even more than that, that's just the ones I haven't, I've categorized in that certain category. Right. And right. so, okay. And I yeah, have I'm a, pretty much the same way as you, John. And I have a whole, I have a whole <laughs> other list of games that you can't beat. Like I just, I have like a, 
um what's it called like sandbox survival uh, games i have, I have one that's no called not possible games to, yeah not possible beat and there's like 62 games in there now obviously some of them probably aren't even in service anymore but there's games right. in there like city skyline or something that or whatever yeah. or I, I you know i got planet coaster off of uh humble bundle and i intend to play that at some point and i can't beat that game so i can just go goof around on it can you can you play can you beat it no i think it's endless i think it's just i think it's just a sim game it's just a sim there's there's goals within it but there's no like hey you have the best park in the game because you know roller coaster tycoon could because there was levels to beat it's like levels to beat yeah i haven't ever played it so there could be i I just don't know i I assumed has a really good campaign yeah, <laughs> well, there's a really good World War II campaign in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll ask you, Dakota: Is it uh, having a backlog? Does that dictate your purchases? Since we're no, I I'm pretty much like John. Okay, like it. I, it's a yes and no. If it's something that I really want to play, I'll buy it right away. Like I bought Death Stranding mm-hmm. pretty much right away, and I yeah. played through that. But. I have to convince myself that I will play this mm-hmm. right away, and I will either beat it or refund it. Yeah, I'm I'm on the, I'm on the refund bandwagon. That Steam <laughs> refunds like my favorite thing to do. Is that I'll be like, because because I try it. It's like ever since that came out, I'm like, oh, this is just a way for me to beta test these games, see if they're garbage or not. Well, right, that's the thing, and you know, it technically, I guess Steam would consider that abuse. But like, here's the thing. There's such a thing as bad marketing your game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if you market a game that it's going to be the greatest thing ever, but you only show the coolest parts in your trailer, and, like, 90% of the game is walking around blowing up red, blue, and green crystals, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm going to refund you. I thought you were talking about about Brink. You're talking about No Man's Sky? Yeah, it was, well, both. Just absolutely (laughs) Parkour. Parkour was Brink. That's all they showed. Parkour, parkour. parkour. (laughs) It's just just Michael Scott. Hardcore, hardcore. (laughs) Hardcore, parkour. Hey, that would have been a better game. (laughs) I'm going to jump in that refrigerator box. Watching that episode of The Office is a better game than Brink. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like that's... And I feel like Valve somewhat knows that with the refund policy. They're like, hey, there's such thing as like marketing your game very poorly and being deceptive so that's why we have a two-hour grace period yeah well and then, especially and something like no man's sky comes out no man's sky comes out in the tutorials over two hours long yeah yeah well yeah think about i think they do make special exceptions like at like microsoft flight sim that's like yeah there's no way because this game is like a bajillion gigabyte <laughs> download to update it you have to like, launch the launcher oh, yeah. to download the rest of the game yeah. which depending on your internet speed could take forever hours, that, that was one heck of a <laughs> update i had to do for that game to what die in it. <laughs> so with that being said i guess let's start with dakota since he didn't have a very long speech there how do you tackle your backlog if you do have a backlog aha uh-huh. yeah so that's i think it's interesting because every single person does it differently mm-hmm. right yeah. Uh, I use a website called SteamDB. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are familiar with it, but yeah. it's steamdb.com. You type in or sign in actually with your Steam yeah. account, and mm-hmm. it gives you a whole bunch of statistics on your actual Steam account. Yeah. And one of the things it'll tell you is like how many hours you have played in games, and you can sort by that. Mm-hmm. So if I need to figure out a game to play, I'll usually go to SteamDB, sort by games that I have zero time in, mm-hmm. and then kind of go through that list and choose a game that way. Okay. Hmm. 
because my goal for my Steam account is to at least have played or launched games mm -hmm. so that no game is at zero hours. I gotcha. Nice. That's like kind of how how I try to clean up my my backlog is yeah. at least like launching the games, see if it's worthwhile to play or not, and then kind of going from there. Well, and I know one thing they have on there too, they actually show your percentage of games that you've played and like complete like completed or like games that you've I guess started or whatever. Yeah. 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 And mine has been staying pretty steadily around sixty nine percent, which I'm proud nice. of. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, John? Um so I kind of play games, I think, a little differently than y'all do. I'll play a crappy <laughs> game and beat it, even if it sucks. Yeah. So yeah. luckily, my wonderful wife lets me play video games at night after the baby goes to sleep, so I get to to actually get tackle into stuff. tackling some of these games, just like Final Fantasy X. Wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to do it without her. So yeah. <laughs> uh, the so I have you know my different categories on here, but. Um, like on my need to beat, one thing I was doing was I was trying to find a game that had the least amount of time and I needed to beat it. Yeah. So, for instance, one of my first games I, I have on my beaten list because it starts with a number is, is 12 is better than 6. And it's mm -hmm. like a top-down shooter, but I only have 6 hours in it. And I blew through the game. That's a lot I, of time. But it's but it's short. It's a short game compared to, to like Witcher. Which compared, is to like, far, compared to Far Cry 2. <laughs> Yeah, oh, true. That game gives me freaking nightmares. That, well, whatever time you spend on that, John, is like the same length of the campaign of Titanfall 2. <laughs> Titanfall yeah. 2 is like a six-hour game. It is. 15.6 hours is time I will never get back in my life from playing <laughs> Far Cry 2. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I, for, Sometimes I'll go and look to find a game that's really short just so I can take it off that list. And then so you can knock John, it out. Yeah, John will wake just John will wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, yeah. and his wife will be like, "What? What happened?" He's like, "Oh my god, where's my malaria pills?" <laughs> yeah, oh, what a stupid idea in the game. God, <laughs> and you're like, "Nope, none left." I guess I. And then yeah. sometimes, like for instance, like I, I'm looking right now, like Call of Duty on here, the very first Call of Duty, which actually I could probably put on my beaten list because I definitely beaten that a long time ago, but. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, I have Chrono Trigger installed. Like it's just, I, I'll just go through and look and see if anything catches my eye, and then I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll play it and see what happens. And sometimes it sucks, and I'll put it on my on my list of games I don't like, or it's good enough to where I I know I can play it, and I'll I'll just I'll just force myself through it, or I'll actually enjoy it and play it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, <laughs> like Legendary. I don't know if you remember that game. It's a first person shooter that sucked. Yeah. Uh, I have started. That was that was hyped. Yeah, yeah that was hyped. That's and super it was overhyped. Not good. <laughs> and no. I have started and uninstalled that game about two or three times now. Telling and I've told myself I'm going to beat it, and then I start. I'm it's like, time oh my to gosh, stop. this game is so bad, I can't do it. <laughs> but it's still there, and it's just. It, I know I said it a couple times. Now, it's just it's just whatever happens to catch my my eye at the time, and if I'm like, you know what, I'm finally going to just knock this out. I have a ton of serious same games that I eventually have to do, <laughs> and I'll, I'll get to a, you should really it. space those out. Don't go one after <sighs> no, the other. No, I can't. Uh, I'll I'll get to a point where like you know what I'm gonna beat one and just gonna do it. And what I should do with a lot of these is just put like an hour into it and quit and do something else and just come every day and put an hour into it or something like that. But yeah. Um. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else that really dictates. Other than like you know, before we had done like a, a Steam game challenge, where we're like, "Hey, let's mm -hmm. let's beat these games." 
Yeah. And I and we had picked games that I had bring that back. And I still have it here. Like we, I have Batman: Arkham Origins, Burnout Paradise, Dishonored, Grand Theft Auto Five, How to Survive Two, Just Cause Two, and you know a whole bunch of other ones. But, um, and we were doing that together. So that was kind of mm-hmm. cool too, and just like Final Fantasy X, I've never beat Final Fantasy X, and we're making a game out of it. So yeah, that's just an opportunity for me to play this game and beat it finally. So yeah, yeah. that's that's something that I've thought of too because we've done that previously, and it was just like a it's just a thing we did with our friend group basically. And I've thought about bringing that back, and I guess we can discuss that outside the show too. Is doing yeah. something, and I think this Final Fantasy X was kind of like a branch off of that. It's because it's like, hey, I kind of want to play Final Fantasy X. There's other people here that said they want to play it. I know John wants to play it. I was like, let's just do it. Let's just make it, and let's make it. Let's make a game of it of playing the game because that's just gonna force us to want to play it more, right? Because we just say, oh yeah, let's just all play Final Fantasy. And we're like, okay, cool. We'll just play it like casually, whatever. But if I say, hey, we have to beat the game. Here's the rules. Here's the points. You have two months to do it. We're gonna be like, oh, we need to keep playing this game and get through it and beat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. How so, long is that game? <laughs> <sighs> main. Just if you just do the main Gave story. Gave yourself two months. Yeah. If, if you just oh, do yeah. the main story by itself, like just kind of like casually play through it, it's about forty-five hours, fifty hours. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's why I gave us two months <laughs> because I had a brief moment there where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like secretly buy the game and, and like start playing. start playing on <laughs> on the same time you guys do. That killed me. I still think yeah. this would be the best way for you to get into Final Fantasy. Oh god, guys. It would. We're it all would. gonna be doing it together. You have to do this. I looked up gameplay the other day just to make sure that like I would hate this game. <laughs> See, but you don't know because you, you do you hate turn based games? Do you hate yeah. fun games with your friends? But you gotta realize the story is actually really good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the, that's what Final but Fantasy is all about is the story. It's not necessarily gameplay. So it's so what happens but when I, I dislike gameplay. the gameplay, but I also don't like the story? You force uh, you, yourself to finish it. <laughs> yeah, you, you you pull a John and you, you go Far Cry 2 mode. You go ham. Yeah. Hey, the, there there are several things in the game that there's some story elements that are like, oh, this is super cringe, right? And that's like in every... I think a lot of that's in every game. I mean, look at Death Stranding. They're the masters of uh, cringy moments in the game, <laughs> The right? dialogue. The dialogue is bad. But... <laughs> Final Fantasy X, even with the combat in the beginning starting out fairly basic, if you, I think I showed you the other day the the skill tree basically that basically almost resembles like Path of Exile skill tree. It looks crazy, but whenever you start playing the game, how we are, everybody starts on their own specific path. So it's like, okay, the chick that's a white mage that's a healer, she just stays on that path until she completes it, and then she can move to other paths. It's like the main character that just has a sword that has like a lot of agility and fast. It's like a dex dirty character like he stays on that he gets skills to like attack faster and like increase his speed and stuff like that right so it's like it does have like predetermined class in the beginning so you like they make it to where like you literally like can't screw up your character and when you play the <laughs> when you play the original way now if you play the like expert sphere grid that you can like go wherever that's like that's like playing path of exile versus like playing like path of exile with training wheels i guess it's like it's like you literally cannot screw this up we're helping you not screw up your your character in your game um but i would say hey it's 15 dollars. you got that steam two-hour refund period 15 bucks is a steal for that game 15 dollars is a steal because it's actually two games it's both of them anyways i'm just saying that either just saying i'm just saying just remember when you're listening to the show join the discord at dakota tell them to buy final fantasy 10 hd put them on blast make the <laughs> put that community peer pressure on them 
I'm editing this episode, no, so I'm do, keeping all this in. <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do think that it would be cool to do not not only have your your Final Fantasy team yeah, yeah. that you're doing, but also just do like a monthly or every two weeks have like a new game that uh-huh. like everybody in the Discord is supposed to be playing. So that way, when we talk about playing new games, like they can kind of hear our thoughts and like kind of match up like, Hey, yeah, you know, I've, I felt like that about the game yeah. too. And we can mm-hmm. have some pretty decent discussion in the actual discord itself about the games. Yeah. Just like everybody's on the same page and mm-hmm. experiencing the same things together. Well, I think that'd be really cool. And I think that one thing that's, that's maybe we've like brainwashed people that are listening to the show that have been the discord. Cause there's a lot of people playing dark souls now. <laughs> oh yeah. I love it. There's a, I love yeah. There's a lot game. of people playing dark souls, which is funny because we just nonstop talk about dark souls for a month. Cause we were all actually really into it. And then there's a lot of people. So now like you go in our chat and there's a lot of people like, Oh yeah, I'm playing dark souls one or I'm playing dark souls three. And it's great. I've never played this game. And, uh, we had a new guy join a couple days ago, and he was like, man, so many people are talking about Dark Souls. I really should look into this game, man. I need to get it. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh God. This is turning the Dark Souls column. We got him. It's like, anyways, use our coupon code, uh, <laughs> Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think that it's, uh, as far as for me, having a backlog and tackling it, it's weird that I don't feel like I have to necessarily tackle it, but it's like you get those weird spurts where you're like, man, I want to go play something weird. I, I know last year it's like I had Call of Duty World War II and I was like, this is a game I'm never going to play. Like I have it. I got it on Humble Choice. But I was like, man, I kind of want to like, I think I started watching. I think I talked about this before. I started watching a bunch of World World War II yeah. like, like yeah. YouTube videos and it's like all over. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of like Pearl Harbor Day or something. Well, I started they, they watching like the, the World War II in color on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. And so I watched that and I was like really into it. And I was like, man, now I want to play like a World War II game. But Battlefield's like a dumpster fire. So I just, <laughs> and they told me yeah. not to buy it. So I didn't. I know I keep making that joke, but I'm going to keep saying it. So it's like, hey, I got this game for free, basically. So let me try it. And I played the campaign. I was like, I think maybe, I think partially it has to do with I was really into World War II stuff at the time. And I had somewhat rose-scented glasses for the campaign, but it was yeah. a really solid campaign. Yeah. And I felt like it was like the perfect length of being like six-ish hours. It's like, that's all. I didn't really want to play it anymore after that, but I felt good about it. And I think when I played Wolfenstein, which I did beat, I think it took like seven or eight hours. I felt which like one? the first game, the very first one. Okay. The, the remake of the, of the first game. The- Good no, one. not well, Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> Wolfenstein New Colossus. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. yeah, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Wait, wait, wait. Wolfenstein. What was the Wolfenstein game that came out in like 2007, 2008? Yeah, I have it on Steam. Yeah, what is that game called? It's Return to Castle. I remember Castle playing. Run, no, oh, is, is that what it is? It, no, I thought it was Wolfenstein Enemy Territory. I think that's what you're talking about. It's oh, like the one that was like so. the, the multiplayer one that a lot of There's people like, are playing. Yeah. There's like yeah. no, there's like, also a campaign though, and you have yeah. like weird powers and stuff. Yeah. I played the demo on 360 so many times because <laughs> I was a poor little kid that couldn't afford it. <laughs> but I forgot about uh, the territories. Yeah, Wolfen like for me, Wolfenstein. It I don't say it like dragged. I also played the game like real stupid because I didn't. I did. I know I talked about this before briefly, but I didn't know if you played Wolfenstein before. I didn't know that you had a suppressed pistol, like a silenced <laughs> pistol. So I played. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. play the game stealthy, like I do Dishonored, sort of. And I just was yeah. throwing my knife at everybody. Like I throw knives at people and I go pick them up. I go throw knives at people, I pick them up. And then I think I was like 
I had to have been like three quarters, like at least seventy five percent of the way of the game. I was in the Discord yeah, when you figured the, that through out. the game, and I and uh, and Lightning that's in our Discord was like, "Oh man, that's why are you throwing nicer? Why don't you shoot him?" I was like, "Oh, I don't want to alert them." Hey, check out to, this like, new invention. Yeah, because I'm using stealth kills. He was like, "Why don't you use your suppress pistol?" I'm like, "What's? I don't have a suppress pistol." He's like, "Oh, press this button," and then like puts the silence on the pistol, and I was like, "Oh, you've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel so stupid." I was like, "Man, I've been playing." I was like, "Maybe this is like a five-hour game, and it's like an eight-hour game for me because I've just been like crawling everywhere." And yeah, anyways, the game was fun. <laughs> I was like, "Man, this game is really long." It's like, yeah, because I think. Yeah. Most people play it. You just run through everything and murder everybody. Yeah, sure yeah. but I was trying to play like stealth mode and Wolfenstein. That's not how you're supposed to do it. I play stealth mode and Wolfenstein and like murder, savage, and dishonored. I think I got this mixed up. Mix up. <laughs> but I would say, as far as like backlog for me, I usually don't buy new games for sure unless it's something. If it, you know, if it's something like Fall Guys that came out, I think what was John said too. It's like if it's a big game that I know we're all gonna play, then I don't. And it's twenty bucks. Like I think twenty bucks is like a perfect price point for most games on PC. Twenty bucks yeah. or less. If it is a new game, I also don't have a. I don't have a problem if it's like a AAA game and it's brand new and it's forty dollars. Now I know they said that. Um, what what's the squadrons rogue squadron or whatever the new rogue ea squadron. game i know it's from ea so it's real suspect i'm gonna wait for reviews and everything to come out oh, and yeah. see if it's actually garbage or not the game looks great and they said it's 40 bucks that's a price point that i can that i can swallow a lot easier than yeah. 60 dollars or 70 dollars what they're trying to do with the next gen stuff that's a total scam <laughs> hey. really weird choice of oh, yeah. words there yeah <laughs> I'm can, glad you don't spit, Jones. Yeah, I can gulp that $40 down, but more than a $60 or $70 game. The thing is, too, is like, because if when you're on PC... So this is, this is a little off topic, right? But yeah. it, it it's about what you just said. When you look at a game, do you immediately put a price point to it? Yeah. No. In, of what it's worth in your head? I do. Really? Yeah, I, I do not. Like, John? Really? Yeah, so... Okay. So, John, like, so you bought Fall Guys, right? Because you played it with us. Yes. Okay. So, Fall Guys came out and it's 20 bucks. And I think, yeah. you, would you say, like, oh, it's worth $20? No. Okay. You wouldn't because you don't like the game. Most people would say, oh, it's $20. Now, no, me, no, I'd be I, like... I, I would say it's not worth $20 because when the game came out, there was no content. There wasn't, 20, than, there wasn't enough the base content game. for that game to be worth... What's that? There's, there's not enough content for you to, for it to be worth $20. Yes, because once we started playing we started playing the same maps over and over again within the first hour and it's like okay yeah i gotcha so i'm sure obviously there's other people that disagree since they've made 185 million i mean i'm I'm probably wrong yeah Yeah, and you're no you're in the minority of that well i'd say but for instance i'm just i'm bringing that up because i pay 20 dollars for it i don't feel like i got ripped off that 20 dollars because i know they're gonna patch it with free stuff for the most part and as long yeah. as they as long as they keep adding stuff and they're not necessarily charging for like adding levels but charging for cosmetics i'm totally okay with that it's kind of like how yeah. rocket league was for a long time until they got scammed See, but I, I, I hate that about games uh, game like they, i don't like that excuse for people to charge you money for something they haven't done yet like no i don't no, like, I, I don't like like no man's sky you know, I paid sixty bucks for that game, and it was a dumpster Yikes. fire. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get you everything." I don't care that they came out with everything now. They should have done that in the first place. There's no excuse mm-hmm. for charging you for something and then not ha- and then saying like, "Oh, it's gonna be free later." Like, do do what you need to do in the beginning and then release the stuff. Like, I know it's well, totally yeah. off, but it's like, 
Well, and I think a lot of companies get away with it nowadays, especially on PC with early access. And yeah. I almost feel yeah. like Fall Guys should have been an early access title. That, yes, if it, if it was 20 bucks and it was early access, it would have been fine. That's the thing. Like, that game was marketed as a full release, but with the amount of content that was in it, it was... And how, like, questionable some of the design choices are in it, it, like, it's 100% technically early access. Yeah. It's a full release game with early access, early access like everything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And usually, and usually, like other games try to be like, oh yeah, we're the opposite of that. Like, no, you're not. You deserve yeah. to be early access, Daisy. We see you over there six years. <laughs> you relax. But yeah. I would say something like Fall Guys. For me, I'm like, okay, this game's probably worth twenty dollars. If I get, if I get at least ten hours of it out of it, twenty hours. Me, if I play it more in the future, it's worth it um yeah but if they would have said if they would have said oh fall guys when it comes out it's 30 dollars, i wouldn't have bought it no no because i put because mentally when i saw that i'm like honestly this is probably like for me this is probably like a 15 dollar game if 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 you guys are getting it and a bunch of people like friends are getting it like okay i'll spend 20 bucks because i know that we'll get some playtime out of it but even if everybody else is gonna get it, like I didn't even want to buy PUBG and it was thirty bucks. And I know that game was dumpster fire when it came out. But to me, I was like, yeah, this game doesn't we look like it's so worth thirty fun. bucks. No, yeah. And then Plus, I'm saying, we got our money back. Yeah, and we did. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that I did, even though like I feel like it's like I don't feel like I wasted that time because we did have a lot of fun yeah. playing it when we did, it, even though the game was incredibly janky when we did play it. Yeah. But there is, and I. In my head, like, I know you guys are really excited for Cyberpunk. I know we've said Cyberpunk like a thousand times. They should pay us money for saying it so much in the show. <laughs> but for me, it's like, no matter what, Cyberpunk is not worth $60 to me. No game. Yeah. There's not really, I don't think there's a game in existence that's worth $60 to me, like, brand new. Even whenever f- I bought Final Fantasy. 50 even that i feel like i don't know maybe because i'm old school i feel like 45 is the limit but even even like okay. super nintendo and n64 something came out was 60 70 dollars like it was expensive yeah. back then i just never bought yeah. any of that stuff and maybe it's just because like we didn't i didn't have a ton of money and stuff growing up and i never got to like get have that kind of stuff you know i always had to wait for stuff to be released later but like even when final fantasy 10 came out on ps3 i bought it on ps3 and the only reason I bought it, I was like, oh, man, I'm really excited because it's the first HD remaster of the game. I was super excited because I hadn't played it since PS2, but it was only $40 when it released. And I was like, that's still in that price point where for me, I'm like, it's worth the $40 for it because I paid $45 for the original PS2 game forever ago, and I want to play the HD remaster. And this is way before they're talking about on PC or anything, so I didn't. I was like, cool, I'm going to buy it. But for me, like, the, I definitely see games the price point definitely affects me buying it and it definitely affects my backlog. I would say a majority of my backlog has to do with either Steam sales, the game being like, hey, maybe I want to play this and the game is really cheap, you know, $20 or less. And most time it's like $10 or less or humble, like humble bundle, stuff like that. Or it's like on another website that I've got it for like dirt cheap. And I'm like, I'm just going to get it to add it because I might want to play it eventually. Yeah. So I think that's definitely different for every person because I'm sure there's lots of people like, oh, I buy games day one for $60 all the time. But to me, to me, even if I'm not going to play the games right then, to me, I would rather buy three $20 games than buy one $60 game, like 99.9% oh, yeah. of the time. And that's not everybody. That's not the case for everybody because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm going to buy this. And, you know, and it's not necessarily a money thing. It's like, hey, even if I have the money, I just don't want to do it. Like, I don't know why that is. I think it's just a personal well, thing. Well, you're, 
yeah, you are much more about like bang for your buck. Yeah, I mean, and you, like you're everything. like that with PC parts. You're like that with with games. You're like that with like just stuff around my your chair house. that I'm sitting in. Well, your like, chair, like you said too. Like you just don't have, you just don't get hyped about that stuff. You don't have to play the game. Yep. The, the game that did. Now I, that would change if it was an MMO. Possibly, and I, I think that's. I think we have like another episode here that I was gonna bring up that I've just been. It's like simmering in the back of my head. That I feel like the older I get, the less I get hyped for stuff. And I don't know if that's oh, the case with 100%. you guys. Yeah, it's specific. but like like ten years ago, I'm like, oh man, like Left for Dead's coming out. This is a crazy four player zombie game. It's gonna be insane. What I can answer that question of why that happens right now. Go ahead. It's because the older you get, the more cynical you are about all of the previous <laughs> games you were hyped on and how much of a disappointment they are. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Brink. Yeah. <laughs> like it, because when you're a kid, you just don't have the experience of like multiple big game launches. Yeah. So when a game comes out and they lie to you about marketing of like, hey, we mm-hmm. have a million bajillion planets and like every single one of them that you land on is unique and has so much. Like, wow. Like, like. There's so much to do. There's so many planets to explore. And, you know, when you're 35 and you've played a mm-hmm. billion games already, you're, you're like, that's eh. that's not even possible. There's yeah. no way that that's true. You know, hey, but a it... kid is like, oh, my God, this is like never been done before. It's so cool. Is it? What do you think about um, the marketing, the marketing connection between a billion planets and a billion guns and both the games being garbage? Is that? Is there something going on yeah, there I that could, I don't know about? Yeah, it's called procedural generation. Oh, procedural... <laughs> That'd be a good episode. Why procedural generation <laughs> is garbage. I, maybe that's a hot take. I don't know, but most of the time it is. It's just bad. It's yeah, just it's just it's a bad. it's just a way for developers to be really lazy. <laughs> yes. Well, not necessarily lazy. Like obviously, like randomizing stuff, like using an algorithm. In, yeah. Yeah, gear in like MMOs. You know, that's yeah. technically procedurally generated because like all of the stats are being generated when yeah. you pick up a new armor set so like it can be used in smart ways yeah but when you market your game on like your one feature being like procedural generation Mm -hmm. it will never live up to the hype because you having a million choices of like based on like seven base aspects is just impossible you're gonna start to see repetition well and i think we i I know we've touched on it before with something like assassin's creed odyssey just because and and ubisoft is like notorious for this and i know assassin's creed valhalla is going to be the exact same thing it's except in the viking setting i guarantee you they're going to have forts or something all around where you have to be a viking and you got to go raid villages because that's what vikings do that's a selling point they're selling the game based Uh, off that yeah so as john again (laughs) so literally all the assassin's creed games i mean they have two selling points now they're open world and they're full of just random stuff because they're like oh let's just fill up the map with stuff to do because then people think our games are vast they have stuff to do even though it's literally like copy paste copy paste copy paste and and how it's supposed to be bigger than than odyssey yeah odyssey Odyssey was a huge map (laughs) yeah why and the other good thing about assassin's creed is you can't jump Anyways, that's been my TED talk. Thanks for listening. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously this is this is a totally different topic, but I just want to say it. They need to learn from CD Projekt Red. Cyberpunk's map is supposed to be smaller than Witcher's three, like all of Witcher Three's mm-hmm. map put together. It's yeah. supposed to be smaller than Condensed. those, but it's supposed to be more dense. Yeah. That's what people want. We've yeah. been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we kept telling people, hey, we we don't want like Grand Theft Auto Three is like 
it's like three square miles or something. It looks big yeah. back in back in the day, but now you're like, oh, that map's tiny because like GTA Five is like a hundred times bigger than that or whatever you know, yeah. whatever it is. But they but it's like they did GTA Five really well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they also spent like ten years on it or Oof, however long, true. and they've also been milking it for ten years. So, yeah, exactly. That's true. It, hey, if, if GTA's on three generations of consoles, it's been out way too long. <laughs> Look, looking at looking at you, Skyrim, <laughs> June. Yeah. All yeah. I think all. Uh, well, I guess maybe they can't do that now because Microsoft bought them. Yikes. Oh, Skyrim. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right. But. Well, anyway. Yeah. uh do you guys have any yeah. anything else to close out this yeah this closing topic? yeah sorry this kind of went off the rails and off topic <laughs> john what do you gotta say about having a backlog yay nay is it a bad thing is it a good well, thing? i mean i've always had one i'm i'm for it like it's always good to have something in the background that you can always go back to and uh yeah you're i mean i always run out of stuff to do so it's nice to have mm-hmm. it's there's something i can always rely on that i can go back to and i can start something and enjoy it even if it's it, like in huh sorry go no, ahead. No, go ahead like in between get big game releases you have stuff to go back yeah even play, like basically. with final fantasy like oh yeah i just need to play something else i'll start i can start with any of those games and play it on the side yeah and it it's always i mean i have a ton of games in it so it's i always will have something whether mm-hmm. it be good or bad i still have something i can go to to like it's a ch- and then it's part of it's a challenge like oh i need to Serious Sam sucks. I hate Serious Sam, but it's like, oh, I can I can get past the next level. And luckily in that game, I can usually run through them, so I don't have to do anything. And yeah. that's what I pl- intend on doing. It's because that's all you do in the game. But just Well, around. I could skip all the content. I would just run past all the bad guys to the next door. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do if I can. Well, uh, but I w- well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and you can finish before I go on, before I talk. All right, that's all. It's just... It just gives me something to rely to, that I can always go back to. I wish this just popped in my head, and I don't know. You guys might feel the same way, and I I don't know why I just thought about this. It's not when you're a PC gamer and you use something like Steam, even if you use Epic Game Store because they're giving free games like candy. Because just like you know, a guy in a van, they're trying to lure people in with candy. <laughs> so okay, that's a good that's a bad analogy. Sorry, Tweeny. Anyways, I think. When you're a PC gamer, it's not that you have a backlog of games. It's that you're that you have a collection of games. And if you think of it that way, it's just like someone that has a console and they have a bunch of games, right? I guarantee you if someone has 50 PlayStation 4 games, they probably haven't played through all of them. They probably played them because they got a good deal. Somebody gave it to them as a present or whatever. And there's tons of stuff that, you know, you have you know gifts from friends on steam and different stuff and you might not have played through everything but that is like that's your collection that's your library that's your that's your something to fall back to and i know people say oh oh you shouldn't have this big backlog but it's like why not because i'm like there's people that collect books and they might not have read all these books they have but as as gamers and pc gamers that's what we have and just because we have the luxury of getting games for like a fraction of the price that every other you know other people do then why shouldn't we collect them that's i think going back to my point earlier it's like i have like 15 final fantasy games on my steam account i think i've played yeah. i think i've played like final fantasy 10 is probably the first one that i'm going to actually like play all the way through on steam but i still have them i have them on previous generation consoles and different stuff whenever they first release but yeah i don't think that's a bad thing to have 
what we're calling a backlog. It's just your collection. I mean, if yeah, somebody has that's a good way to view it. If some, if somebody has all way. the Encyclopedia Britannicas, like, are you like, have you read all those? Like, no. But do you like having them? Yeah, they look nice. It's <laughs> like I have all my Steam games. I don't know what most of them are, but I like having them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a very like mature way to think about it. You know, and, and the funny thing when you when you brought up the PS4 games, yeah, exactly. I was like. Oh, how many how many games do I have? And I just noticed I have The Last Guardian and it's still wrapped, like sealed. Yeah. I haven't opened it. I and also, I only have like ten PS4 games. Yeah, I just moved my PS4 over here just because I was like yeah. I hooked it up to my monitor. I think I talked about it last time a little bit. And yeah. I also have The Last Guardian. I did open it and I installed it. So when I when I got my PS4, I bought like I just bought exclusives because I was like that's the only thing I want to play on PS4. I'm not playing yeah. like you know, I'm not playing The oh, Witcher. Oh, I want to play stuff. The Witcher 3 and play yeah, yeah, 30 exactly FPS with like horrible settings and popping. So I put, I opened up all the games and I put them in because you have to install them to your console basically yeah. so they run better or whatever. But I've never actually played The Last Guardian. I have it. I have a bunch of games that I've never actually like booted up. I just like installed yeah. them onto my hard drive so it would be there if I, if I did ever want to play it. Also part of my collection. Is it a backlog? Eh, kind of. Am I ever going to play them? Eh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have the option but you have the option wow player choice that's so weird how we always circle yeah. around to that what a weird motto to have for the show yeah okay yeah. uh my my views on it like uh you know i i probably view it a little bit like a collection too kind of like jones does because i don't feel like purchasing games when they're on sale for super cheap is a bad thing yeah. because like you know we were talking about wait until the game is dirt cheap to get it because if you can wait past a month or two to play the game chances are you can just continue to wait until it's like dirt cheap and there's a point especially for triple a games on steam where like it'll get to about 10 to 20 dollars within there and it will not go below that in price so once it gets to that price on a sale you're pretty safe to pick it up and that's like the cheapest you can ever purchase it. Mm-hmm. So like, why not just buy it then and have it available so that in John's situation, when you're in between other bigger games, you can just boot that up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I was going to say too, in case people haven't heard of this for some reason, cause I didn't know about it for a while. There's a website called, is there any And that is a fantastic website as a PC gamer. Cause you literally go type in whatever game you want and like, for instance, type in Dark Souls and go on there. It'll have all the Dark Souls games. You click on it. It will tell you the historical low price of the game yeah. on any, basically any website that exists. And it will also tell you the current lowest price. So like you might go on Steam, like, oh, there's no Steam sale right now. Go type it in there. Like, oh, on Humble Store, it's half off right now. So if I want to go pick it up, it's half off, you know. And the then last it's also, Steam sale, it was $10. I'll yeah. wait again for the next Steam because sale. It's because gonna be are, it's going to be $10. It's going to be 10 bucks again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah. I think that is a, a good way to wrap that up, unless you guys have anything else to no. add. No, I'm good. Okay, we do have one uh, question that I, it's that came in last minute, slid right into our DMs. Um, this is from Spikes, and he asks, as a child, what game did you rent from something like Blockbuster, aging us a little bit, for you kiddos that don't know what Blockbuster is, it's a rental store. Blockbuster was the company that almost bought Netflix, and but the, declined it because they thought Netflix. video on demand was stupid. Yeah, Oof. so that's why you've never heard of Blockbuster, because Netflix still exists. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. So as as a child, what game did you rent from a store that you were excited about and it turned out to be a giant failure slash flop? Now, the context that he also told me this is as someone that is a little bit older. I mean, I was renting games on Super Nintendo, so that ages me a little bit. Yeah. So Super Nintendo a little bit, and I think N64 a lot, N64 PS1 a lot, and then going into like PS2 era, I rented games, and that was pretty much it. I never rented games after PS2 era. That's kind of whenever it was started like weirdly transition out. And there's always that back in the day, if you didn't really know a lot about games, you would go off the cover art. And if the cover looked cool, yeah. that's when you're like, okay, I'm getting this game. Because and, the, the and you cover turn it around cool. too to see some of the pictures yeah, of exactly. gameplay on the back. You're trying to yeah. see like gameplay of like Sonic the Hedgehog. You're like, I don't know what this is. Yep. It's like a weird blue hedgehog with like a fox. And you're like, this, I mean, it sounds cool. And there's a lot of games, especially on like Super Nintendo and N64, like, oh man, this game sounds crazy. It sounds cool. And you take it home and you, you know, you spent money and this is the game that you have for a week that you rented and you're like super excited and you're like, oh, this is what I'm playing for the next week. And you're like, wow, this game is garbage <laughs> and then you're stuck <laughs> with this and you're just so much disappointment and sadness and i know the sad thing is is like kids are not going to ever get to experience that like no. what we did because they never that doesn't exist like brick and mortar yeah. like rental shops don't exist no it's like the excitement of going to blockbuster and going and looking at the new releases like oh my god titanic came out let's rent that do you guys do you guys remember the adult sections in oh in blockbusters of course i've never went over there this is amazing. It was by the water fountains, and yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, mom, dad, I'm, I'm gonna get a, get a drink." Hey, I th- maybe that's maybe that's where they came up with the word "thirsty." He thirsty is <laughs> hey, going over there. It came from Blockbuster. <laughs> He's thirsty in the Blockbuster. So, what, <laughs> what, what game was it for you, Jones? I want you guys to go first because I have a okay. mini story to tell. Well, I'll, I'll go first then. So, I honestly can't remember because most of the time I always just did movies, but I do have a time where I did get a game when I was younger that flopped really bad so i'll just use that example for my birthday one year i got pokemon coliseum for the gamecube Mm -hmm. and i thought that was going to be the first pokemon console game and it wasn't um you know because they 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 what was what were the ones that came out for the nintendo 64 it was was pokemon uh it was stadium stadium Stadium. Mm -hmm. so pokemon stadium was awesome and then so they you know for the GameCube they came out Pokemon Coliseum. My parents bought me like the the collector's edition. It came with like a giant book and like all this stuff. Yeah. And I let it Hype. Yeah, and I got it in there and it sucked. It it was just a ter- <laughs> it was so bad. And like they you start off with certain Pokemon in it like you have to you catch other people's Pokemon in the game cuz the bad guys Yikes. have shadow Pokemon and that's what you catch in the game. And when you get them they only have one move, and it's like a specific like shadow move, if I remember right. And you have to use them in battle for them to unlock all their moves and eventually turn, back, turn back into normal Pokemon again. And that's what the game was. And you go through and fight a whole bunch. And I was like, this sucks. Like, I never <laughs> I never beat it. And that game was your, such... Put it on your uh, two-beat list. That game was yeah. such a disappointment. <laughs> I, I absolutely hated that game, and I couldn't believe it. And that was, that was my birthday present. <laughs> That's that's his 107th game on his backlog now. Yeah, but yeah, that was right, a, that was a big, big, big flop for me. Gotcha. 
All right. Uh, I also could think of a game that to that I rented because honestly I would <laughs> just I'm the save only up like old money. man here. <laughs> yeah, you are. I would go to GameStop and I would dig around in the in the bargain bin. Mm. You know, the ones that were like between like two to six dollars or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, that's where I thrived. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I like mowed the lawn that mm-hmm. week and i got like 10 bucks mm-hmm. you know and i was like i'm going to game you're like hello dark sector <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i bought that game too uh, yeah. uh regardless the game that i remember that had like the biggest impact on me like in a funny way uh was the doom 3 for the xbox like mm-hmm. the original xbox yeah um i all three of us i know came from like a semi-religious like yeah. christian upbringing right yeah. and our parents at the times were like kind of pretty religious yeah and and so they instilled the fear of god into us and that also came with the fear of devil right yeah and i played doom 3 and i thought it was amazing right yeah but over time the more i played it i was like oh my god i think this game is inviting demons into my room (laughs) (laughs) any weird noise in the room at night i would blame on like demons and like doom Doom 3 3 is they're coming through the tv screen right so (laughs) i remember i remember at one point my mom was like oh what have you been doing upstairs and i was like "Uh, i'm saving the world and like at that point i was like no that game is the devil i need to throw it out yeah (laughs) so i remember i threw out doom 3 i remember like throwing it out in the trash can and thinking this is it my life (laughs) is gonna be so great after this (laughs) this is the root of all my problems i had a similar thing with that's gonna sound really dumb, but uh, with uh, Goldeneye on the Nintendo 64, Goldeneye. Well, I used to feel bad for, for, it's for the killing Russians, people in the game, dude. and I because it's because it's murder, right? And murder is wrong. Yeah. And I grew up very religious, and I was like, oh I asked my, my dad, I was like, I, I don't think I should play this game anymore. And I was like, it's like I'm killing people in the game. That's wrong. And he was like, Judas. Well, and he was like, he's like, it's not real. It's a, it's fine. It's and but I I grew up really really religious too. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff was yeah. ingrained into me. So it's like that's like yeah. when I first got Killzone, it like blew my circuits in my brain because. <laughs> and it wasn't because of the killing. It's because they how much they cursed. And I that was like, like whoa. That was like a big no no. And like yeah. And I used to play with the sound off. On Killzone because because it, it hurts so bad, but that that's that's that was just because of how, how so religious much. my family was. So, yeah, so yeah, I, I my have... parents did not know that I had Doom Three. Oh. That was like that was like a thing that I played at night, which probably made it way worse. <laughs> Yikes! When and, they listen yeah. to this episode, they're gonna get a phone call. Yeah. So so, so. I, I just remember throwing that out, and like I regretted that immediately because I I never beat the game. <laughs> And I, I know that, like, in my head, I spent, like, a week or two weeks worth of, like, like chores pay yeah, to like, on that game yeah. to just chuck it because I was scared of demons. <laughs> so, so funny GoldenEye story. This was actually off more off topic than what I'm going to talk about, but really quick. So, my best friend growing up, I had GoldenEye because my parents didn't really care. <laughs> they were like, whatever. <laughs> well, just like James Bond. And they Bond. didn't either. It was my thing. Yeah. Like, I, I started yeah. feeling bad, yeah. Yeah. And so, my... And I grew up, we all kind of had the same sort of uh, background, like religious background growing up. And my my best friend at the time, his his mom took it to like tenfold of what my parents oh. did. And so like 
she what she found out that he was coming over and playing goldeneye and she like banned him from my house because we were playing <laughs> goldeneye and we tried to show her and convince her that like we turned on paintball mode we turned on big head mode we turned on every cheat code to make it look like just like a goofy game and she was like i'm not having it you're killing people and so like he couldn't play goldeneye with me and he like if he came over and we were just like ah, whatever we're just gonna play goldeneye you know because and then she would like she would call it's like she'd have like some spidey sense and call and be like what are you doing and he's like nothing <laughs> you know, like we're playing tony hawk for a skater we're definitely not playing yeah. golden eye shooting each other I, dude my mom wasn't didn't let me play that at first because there were blood splatters oh tony hawk I, you, the I, tiny yeah the tiny blood splatter oh, i think i geez. told you my parents wouldn't let me watch my watch you know one of my yeah. my best friends growing up he he played tribes mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, they would not allow Tribes. me to watch him play him. But they, they wouldn't bought, let me. But they bought you him. kill zone. Yeah, they wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't let me watch They're him like, play oh, online this game, games. This, this I was not like allowed some... to watch him play online games. This this Hilarious. is some good Christian family fun. This game called Kill Zone. I wonder what you're doing <laughs> that. It's got to be like a platformer or something, right? Okay, it's a crusade. <laughs> it's time for another crusade. Okay, okay, so. Short story. I put on here the lie. I remember specifically buying or not buying, renting the Lion King on Super Nintendo because I was like, "That's oh, a Lion King. Nice. It'll be fun, right? It'll be super fun." That game is total bullcrap, and it is so hard that like yeah. little like six year old version of myself, like I'm pretty sure I cried because I could not get past <laughs> like the second level. I think it's as on you're Steam, playing by Simba. The way. Oh, no thanks. As you're playing, I put on my two two beat lists. <laughs> Dude, it is like insanely hard. And especially as like, and I know there's is. like an Aladdin game that was really hard. It's like for some reason, these, Star Wars whoever, whoever like had to make these Disney platformers back in the day just must have hated them because they're like, yeah, these little kids are going to be pissed and they can't get past the first level. <laughs> um, but short story. So I was telling you guys earlier before we started the show, whenever the N64 had come out, uh, I... I couldn't get one because, like, we just couldn't afford it at the time because I think mm-hmm. it was, like, 300 bucks when it came out. So I remember, specifically, I remember in 1998, which is two years after the 64 came out, Ocarina of Time was launching. And I was like, uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is, like, one of my favorite games of all time on Super Nintendo. So I was like, in this game, I mean, Ocarina of Time is, like, basically the perfect Zelda game, pretty much. I think almost everyone unanimously agrees with that. And great music, everything. And it's like the first 3D Zelda game and they just like nailed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like so hyped for it. I'm like, this is, I told my parents for like, as soon as the announcement, I, I mean, at this time I'm like eight, <laughs> I don't know, like eight years old. And my birthday's right around Christmas is like, all I want is an N64, an Ocarina of Time and like a controller. Like, I don't care about anything else. Like, I don't want anything else. You don't have to give me a stocking. You don't have to give me candy. Like, nothing. Like, this is all I want. I wanted to be that N64 kid on the old video yeah. where he's just like losing yep. his mind. So, <laughs> I I remember I got home and it was like, this is like, I guess whenever, maybe like a week before Ocarina of Time came out or like right around when it came out. And I was like super hyped. It's like all I want, I'm like praying every day, like, please, I just see it in 64 at Ocarina of Time for some reason, you know, because you're like eight. And yeah. I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. And then I get a shower and my parents were like, oh, come in the living room because we have a surprise for you. And I was like, oh, this so like the amount of excitement, you're like, you know, you're a little kid, you're like. Oh my god, yeah. it's finally the moment. And I was like uh. so hyped and I was like, oh, I was like psyching myself up like to walk around the corner. I'm like, it's gonna be like Ocarina Time's gonna be on there, it's gonna be amazing, right? So hype. Walk around the corner, I see 
a Sega Saturn. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> with with Sonic Pinball no. on the TV, and no. <laughs> and my parents, being how they are, were like, "Hey, we finally got you a new console you're asking for." And I'm like a Nintendo fanboy, like my whole life. I've never yeah. had a Sega product ever. <laughs> and then I come to find out that they yeah. they went and they saw that because Sega wasn't making anything new. That like Sega Saturn was a 32-bit, I think. That it was like. I think it was like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was like $160. And then 64 was still $200 plus the other oh stuff. It was more expensive. So they're like, oh, we finally got you a new like console. And like the amount of like soul crushingness that happens when you're a small <laughs> child. <laughs> like It's an avocado. But, Thanks. Yeah, but I, it's, you know, it's like your parents, they still did something nice for you. So you're like. You know, yeah. just like I didn't want to be a jerk, so I don't want to be like a spoiled oh, brat. You got so me I'm just socks. like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, cool, a Sega. <laughs> I they, still remember they, that because did they get mad at like, you for not liking it? No, and, and then they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm like nothing. You know, it's like I just really wanted in '64, and they're like, oh yeah, but we thought like maybe you'd want to try this. And I was like, dude, you didn't even get me regular Sonic. You got me Sonic <laughs> Pinball. I'm eight. I, don't, I want to play pinball. I'm not 85 years old. <laughs> Who plays pinball other than TNT? Nobody. Nobody plays pinball. Anyways, I remember I remember sitting down and I'm playing it. And I was like, okay, let me just like see. Let me just try it. Let me try Sega, you know. Dude, that same situation is going to happen this next Christmas with oh, the Xbox know, Series. It's going to be devastating for so Did many people. Did you see people. that Xbox One X sales when the Xbox Series X went uh-huh. on pre-order? Yeah. Xbox One X sales on Amazon jumped up like 700%. <laughs> it was like so many disappointed kids. Oh, I can't wait to, for them to feel like me. <laughs> Anyways, basically, what happened is, is I talked to my parents and i was like yeah this is kind of like this is all right but this is not what this i is want garbage yeah basically <laughs> i basically like no this is not really what i want i was like i really want in 64 and they're like yeah you know it costs more money and everything and i'm like okay well i was like i'd rather you like return this and just and even if i have to like wait and save more money i was like this i'm just this is basically garbage it's sega it's trash <laughs> so i was like and just and save up and i'll rather just save up and get it in 64 and i think yeah. like i think by christmas my birthday i remember going to funko land before nice. gamestop like really nice. existed because they gamestop bought them i remember going there and i remember buying the n64 that came with the controller and awkward in time in that big n64 box yeah and and I think I I think because we bought it together like around the time when it came out, it also came with the the original OST soundtrack. And I think that is other than the fact that I've always liked video game music, I think that because I used to listen to it like almost every night because it like has like great music. I think that was one of the yep. things that really kicked off me really loving video game music. That's basically where that story's going. But I finally got my N64 <laughs> nice. in Ocarina of Time. <laughs> eventually way like you know a couple months after later. a huge disappointment that was the lion king and the sega saturn <laughs> yeah basically yeah no pretty much yeah. like <sighs> it's just a childhood memory and i think and this is another thing that i was gonna that i'll ask everybody before we end the show if you have a really cool slash traumatic incident as a child <laughs> having anything to do with video games or this question or just in general like I want to hear these stories. Like, these are the things that I want to hear about from the community. Yeah. And it's really funny because in the Discord, p- www.pcmrcast.com, scroll down to the bottom, click the Discord link, you can join it. 
in the Discord the other day, somebody said, oh, man, he's, he told us about something that happened that was embarrassing for him. And he was yeah. like, oh, everybody just... He's like, oh, well, I just met all you guys. So I guess I'll tell you strangers, like some embarrassing thing that happened to me. And like, let's kick it off by everybody saying something embarrassing. And he's like, I'm just kidding. And then I was like, oh, well, I might as well go. And then a bunch <laughs> of people on Discord just saying some like really personal, embarrassing stuff. And I was like, this is amazing. This is like, yeah, our community that we have right now and we want it to grow like is a great bunch of people. We actually had yeah. one of the newer people that just joined a couple of days ago. They're like, tell me today. They're like. I just joined this Discord a couple of days ago, and this is the best Discord chat that I've ever been in. Like, the community is super friendly. We haven't had problems with anybody. I know I'm jinxing it. Dude, but you're every- jinxing it so hard. This is the second week you <laughs> no, I know, that. I know. But please, <laughs> please look, and we are not the official PCMR Discord, the one yeah. that's associated with the subreddit or anything like that. We are PCMR cast, so go to the website. That's the easiest way to find it for the discord but just a shout yeah. out to everybody in the community again you guys are freaking awesome and Absolutely. like i i love every day waking up and saying good morning and having random people say good morning to me saying good night having random people and then uh, there's people like hellfire that's literally on the other side of the world so like <laughs> i say good morning he's saying good night and then we switch and yeah. at like seven o'clock he's like oh good morning i just woke up I'm like hey good night i'm going to bed <laughs> i love getting on there and yeah. getting, getting to see what everybody says catching up and talking yeah. and I, I have a really good time with that and it's crazy because there's just like if I think John because today he was on and he missed like a day or two. He's like, oh, God, I have so much. I have to like read. So up many messages. So much like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. any closing thoughts other than John telling everybody where he can they can find us? Um, yeah, I mean, if you enjoyed these episodes, please leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It helps us out a lot. The ratings, along with how long you listen to, not saying that you have to listen to the entire thing, yeah. but those two things heavily influence how much uh, exposure the podcast, yeah, how much the podcast is spread to other people. Mm-hmm. So, and we're trying to not I dominate mean, the weird, earth, but get globally this, dominate yeah, all, yeah, I mean, be number one on world, Apple. World supremacy, that's that's what we're going for, you yeah, know, world but supremacy. in the yep. process, creating an awesome community that is incredibly welcoming guess, to the PC. I guess. I guess uh, we'll do that. And like, dude, seriously, how many people have joined the uh, the Discord and been like, "Yo, I haven't built a PC yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still like." There's actually a lot. Of, yeah, there's a lot of people that are just looking so for info and helpful people, and there's yeah. tons of helpful people on the Discord. So don't be afraid if you are like moving to PC or planning to in the future. Like, just join. Yeah. I mean, we're mostly about like games too. So. Yeah. And that's every, it pretty much a review if, if you like the content and join the discord if you want to uh if you want to share an awesome experience with the community that uh so far is not toxic so far yeah so far <laughs> and then uh if you want to find out more about us go to peaceandridercast.com go down to the bottom we said it several times but you can fill out a contact form you can watch us listen to us anywhere mm-hmm. hope you enjoy pretty it pretty much we're we're taking over slowly very slowly but we're taking over <laughs> something something world domination i don't know what pinky in the brain said but we're we're something we're watching it. the old seasons and catching up we're taking notes what we, need to do. what we gotta do <laughs> yeah all right all right good. well thanks for listening and uh we'll see you guys next Bye. week have a good one